Table and introduce ourselves. We'll go to my right this afternoon. I'm Jeff from K Grove here as usual. Tyler's gone again, like last week, he had sniffles. Mm. Poor baby. So yeah, we've yeah. replaced him with another member of the K Grove yes, team. Yes, uh, filling a uh, little Jeff here at K Grove. And uh, our three guests from across the way. Um, can you give us a, a little bit about, about yourselves as we go around the table? Uh, yeah, sure. My name is Alex Godair. Uh, I've been tattooing for a long time with these gentlemen next to me, uh, which I'll let them introduce themselves. Well, hello. I'm Steve McClintock. <laughs> I've been tattooing a long time with these gentlemen as well. Uh, it's my 24th year of tattooing. And yeah, it's about wow. my 16th. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And you were, he was a little boy when he first showed up here. Yeah, but something like 11 years ago. Yeah, yeah, 11 years ago. And then we have, uh, I'll let him introduce himself to my left. <laughs> well, I'm Walter Olivo, not Olivio, Olivo. And uh, yeah, I've been, you know, known these guys for a long time. I've known Steve for like 18 years, I've known Alex for like eight or nine years now. And yeah, you know, just, I love tattooing. That's, that's, you know, what else? There's yeah. a lot. There's a whole lot more that we can, you know. Talk yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the shop next door is whose brainchild? Who's the one driving the bus of making you guys want to set up shop next to a brewery? Well, you know, I think the location definitely came later than the idea. Sure. Right. So like, we've all worked together for a long time, and I think for the last like I don't even know how many years we've been talking about doing something. Uh, yeah. Restarting. We're, we have sort of a history in this town and together. So uh, I guess Steve would be the one to tell us about that. Going back to the original hardcore days Whoa, in the early 2000s. <laughs> 2000, 2001, I think, yeah, right? That was before I was around. is the official start of hardcore tattoo. Originally it was uh, Ricardo Sturdivant and Chris Goff, who are like the OGs. And then I showed up from uh, Oak Forest, Illinois, to go to college here when I was 21, and I had met Chris Goff, and he was tattooing at our core. He was just standing outside of the shop, actually, just, I don't know, spacing out, and I went up to him and started talking <laughs> Just looking him. pensive, yeah. just and into the distance, it, like he, yeah. he's wont to do, yeah. And then, uh, needless to say, I was working with Ricky and Chris at Artcore Tattoo, and it, within two weeks of meeting them, and then I had just been tattooing with those guys, I tattooed with those guys for 14 years. Um, we switched the roles of ownership. I, I took over owning the shop with uh, Ricky, and then we moved the shop to Uptown Normal, or at that time it was downtown, now it's Uptown. You know, we, we've changed that sort of stuff uptown, over time, downtown, right? Uptown, right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the initial beginning of it really was right by Medici and it was there for 14 years and in that time uh, a lot of artists came and went we, we had a lot of amazing tattooers 
that have been in there and worked there. Yeah, and I mean, premises. back to that era when I started tattooing. I started tattooing in like 2006, uh, and when I started tattooing in Springfield, Illinois, I had moved up from Southern Illinois University to start working, and Arcor Tattoo was one of those tattoo shops that I saw in old tattoo magazines when before like social media was huge. Tattoo magazines were kind of it for yeah. like the industry. The industry was so much smaller. You still get one. Years I do. Ago. We get inked. Too. Yeah, we they're, they're few and far between, and they're way different than they used to be. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, I remember seeing like guys' names like Tim Beck and Andrew Stickler and all those guys back in the day working at Arcor Tattoo, which is like, you know, at that point there were only certain number of like tattoo shops that were on the map in Illinois. Right, right. Now there's so many tattoo shops, so many people doing great tattoos. Kind of like breweries, right? Yeah. I mean, like breweries, yes, yeah. There's, there's one everywhere now, yeah. 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 Uh, so, Arcor is one of those ones that I remember seeing early on, and I had a good friend of mine from back in the day that I started tattooing with, Ryan Thompson, that used to come up and guest spot. So that's kind of how I got hooked up with, these, with Steve back in the day, was through him. And then, at that point I was traveling a lot and kind of just liked it up here. We like the uptown vibe and oh, yeah. yeah, it's not a bad place. Yeah, and then uh, Walter over here, he was actually in his early hardcore days just getting tattooed there. Okay, so that's how we originally met him. He wasn't even, it wasn't even on the map when we first met for him to start tattooing. I was a walk-in. Yeah, he was yeah. a walk-in. I came in as a walk-in, a lone yeah, traveler. I, was, uh, <laughs> I just got, I think I just got recently, recently divorced or separated. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get tattooed. You know, I want to start getting tattooed. And I, I went to like two, three different uh, shops around here in town. And you know, this was what like 18, 19 years ago. I went through to like three different shops, and you know, I told them what I wanted, and then they have no clue. And then I was like, whatever they showed me was like terrible, you know. And I didn't know much about it back then. But anyway, I walked, I walked into our core, and uh, Chris Goff came up. You know, I told him what I wanted, like in five minutes, five seconds. You know, like not five seconds. You know, I don't know a minute. He very quickly, you know, sketched out what I wanted, and right away I was like, oh yeah, yeah, fuck it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know, yeah, this is where it's at. So you know, made an appointment, started tattooing me, and uh, not not far into it, he was playing uh, some some uh, Spanish metal. And then, uh, you know, he was playing it, and I asked him if he was a brujeria, and he just, he just stopped, and he was like, yeah, how do you know that? And I was like, dude, I was like, what do you mean how? Like, I listen to this, you know, to music. He's like, like, they listen to metal in Mexico or something like that? And I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, we do. And he's like, all right, cool, right on. And then after that, you know, we just clicked, and then we started talking about music, and we shared, you know, like, our music taste, we, you know, it was, it was very, very similar, and then we became friends, and really after that, the whole rest is history, you know, I started, then I became a regular at the shop, and started hanging out with Steve and Ricky, and, you know, back then, uh, Tim Beck used to work there for a bit, and, you know, there's other people already in and out, but, yeah, that's how I met him, you know, that's how, that's when I all started, and then well, years later, my apprenticeship. Start a different way, but that's not a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, did you guys have formal art classes? Like, how did this start? Were you art major? You know, you went to Southern. How did this start? Did you always draw? Did you always doodle? I think question. I definitely did. So, growing up, I was really interested in art, and that that was always my drive to be in tattooing. And when I went to Southern. Um, 
I went to go to for art. You know, that's kind of what I wanted to do. And when I was younger, growing up, I grew up in a really small town. And like <clears throat> to say, like you wanted to be a tattooer is pretty much like you want to be a, a drug dealer or something. Like it wasn't a, a course that they had plotted, right? Mm -hmm. So. I kind of just got pushed into school, and that's kind of what I wanted to do, uh, or, you know, what they wanted me to do, and was into, like, punk rock and going to shows and hanging out with tattoo shops in Springfield, and then it just kind of all fell together. I wanted to do it. I had one teacher uh, in college that kind of pushed me in the direction of, of being like, yeah, if you really want a tattoo and you want, you're motivated to do that, then what are you doing here? What are you doing in school? Like, go do it. And, and I did it. So I just kind of jumped into it. But I, cool. I know that that's not always the norm. No, but that's still yeah. cool. Because, I mean, I was a teacher for a lot of years before I did the brewery. And uh, I, I've always been a proponent of, of just that. Not everybody is like that academia kind of thing. And there's so many more things out there. I mean, Tyler, my partner, is that way. I mean, he that's not his jam, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the man is the most meticulous organized producer of anything when he brews beer nothing goes wrong when he cleans a tank nothing yeah. goes wrong he's very meticulous about that's every kung fu step. that's yeah. like being in the yeah, zone it's exactly just like, yeah, me, in there. i'm everywhere i mean i'm like <laughs> there's 10 things that have to be accomplished i'm gonna do a little bit of each one and then start over again and keep going until i can check them off but yeah yeah so i guess um how i got into tattooing was a little bit more of uh proper dysfunctional way <laughs> you know, I grew up on the south side of Chicago and you yeah you get your school background though yeah well I do have a school background but that didn't come into play like initially like I grew up in street culture my cousin did a lot of gang banging and stuff like that so he actually uh, did hand poking tattoos so I would hand poke tattoo him when I was like 12 and then about 13, 14, I got into graffiti art and I started running with like graffiti crews out of Chicago and we were doing a lot of spray painting and like that went like hand in hand with like at time, that time it's like 1994, like skateboarding, punk yeah. rock music, graffiti art, you know, and like it was just, it was like this whole like subculture explosion Absolutely. where I was, I was fortunate enough to have grown up in a bad enough neighborhood to be exposed to all this great stuff, right? You know, you think about it, you're like, in the shit, I'm so happy I did not finish school right, right now. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, awesome. I did, I did yeah. Imagine what it looked like if you grew in birds. Yeah, you know. It's graffiti just dragons. Like, yeah, graffiti dragons. But, uh, <laughs> but my stepfather, he ran a construction company in Gary, Indiana, and he knew that I was, he, he became my stepdad when I was 12. His name was Larry Panici. And old school Sicilian guy, and he ran a construction company out of uh, Gary, Indiana, which at that time was the murder capital of the world. And there was a shop called Roy Boy's Tattoo the there, Badlands. the Badlands. The Badlands, yeah. So when I was a kid, I would go down to that shop at my lunch break, and literally this guy had tigers, machine guns, alligators. It was like which that place is legendary now. Yeah. Just like look it up. Yeah, right, it's crazy. Right, just yeah. look it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 just <laughs> type in Roy Boy tattoos, <laughs> yeah. and you're gonna see yeah, it all. You're gonna see you know what I mean? Like, the original like, Tiger King. Yeah, yeah the original yes, Tiger yeah. King. But uh, wait, flicks then right? real tiger. It is like real. Yes, like, real tigers. Real yeah. tigers in a gym Coral. where they lift weights. Yeah, you too. Oh. Yeah, you, you yeah. 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 Siberian yeah. tigers were in the gym. They would love that's some motivation. Machine guns and tigers and yeah. 
prison. So like, yeah. I would, I would. There was a gym. Licking your feet, you're just like. I'd be at work and his wife would be just walking a tiger down the street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like walking a dog. Yeah. I mean, you just didn't see stuff like that. No, not really. And then the next block, and then the next block over, you know. And then the next block is just like you know a drive by, and you know just. It was wild city. It was like, you couldn't believe you saw half of it. But I was so young at the time, it just didn't even seem weird. You know, sitting and watching tigers while you eat your sandwich while you're on right. your lunch break, you know. And uh, so I was always fascinated with that. And I actually had uh, grown up with his two sons as well. And then when I was 17, I had a, a family friend that had a tattoo shop. And it was like your classic biker shop that I started my apprentice shop in. It was like kind of like a Hell's Angels shop so it was just like you really had to kind of like watch your tone you didn't overstep your bounds like this is the time where you could still get beat up and, yeah yeah you know or worse so it, it was just interesting and then i got into tattooing heavily that way and i ordered my first tattoo kit out of a magazine like i literally cut it out and sent out a money order and then two and a half weeks later a kit shows up and then i just started apprenticing with those guys and i tattooed and I was still in high school, so I was tattooing my friends all night in high okay. school. And my mom would be like yelling up the stairs at nine thirty at night. She'd be like, "Shut the shop down! You got school in the morning." <laughs> you know, and there's like seven people up there drinking beer and getting tattooed. So yeah. it was just, it was a riot. But my mom always kept it in check. Like if I was done tattooing by ten, but I would tattoo every night in high school. Okay. And then, you know, I just kept the ball rolling, and originally, I was just going to go into the Carpenters Union, because that's like, you know, Southside Irish kid, kind of what you do. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, I was set to go into the Carpenters Union with one of my best friends, and uh, that same summer, he got murdered. And it kind of really, like, I, I went out riding through the, the apprenticeship program for like a year and a half. And I was just so miserable with, like, everything, like, that whole experience. That was at 19. Kind of changed my perspective. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I, I don't want to be here. And I was, you know, I was just questioning a lot of things in my life. And uh, I was dating a girl at the time that was like, you know what? If you kind of don't <laughs> get out of here, I'm not going to stay with you. Right. So I wound up moving here to go to art school. Okay. So I dropped my union job. And uh, moved here, and then literally two weeks of living here, I'm wind up tattooing at Artcore Tattoo with Ricky and Chris. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and so that was like the initial beginning. And uh, you know, me and Ricky, I would be like, dude, I'm sitting here tattooing all night with you, man. I'm like, I don't have time to do school. So me and Ricky used to split my homework up and my paintings. <laughs> I'm like, you paint this, I'll draw that. And then it just it turned into like this huge party and this big following. So Which that, is still going that's like, on. So that's like the initial yeah. roots of it. Like that's like the layout of it. And so, you know, I guess that's the beginning. That's cool. That, I, I mean, the beginning. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cool beginning. Yeah. I don't know about you yeah. guys. I mean, that's the, <laughs> I, I, so that's just normal upgrade. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, normal. Just, just, I, I gotta say though, I love the ordering the kit out of the magazine. Oh yeah. Because I mean, that, we, we all remember there was no Amazon. There was no. no I mean. Not like now for kids where it's like they don't even read magazines. They go to YouTube. They watch YouTube yeah. instead. I mean, tattooing is is comically easy uh, on a technical level right now. You can you can Amazon whatever you want to. Right. Back in that day, that kit was from Spalding uh, and Rogers. Spalding, Man, yeah. it came with and that even the 
items from that are sort of collectible now. Really? Like, there's, they came with a t-shirt that said tattoo artist on it with a, with a dragon. It's like, yeah. I would love to have that t-shirt, right? <laughs> it's legendary. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I have, I have but, a photo yeah. of myself, 18 years old, wearing that shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Feeling important. Certified. <laughs> yes. Put that in the shop. I think it did come with a certificate. You had the you kid had came with a certificate that said tattoo artist. You know, yeah. it made yeah. it look legit. But there's so many people tattooing now that don't even know about that Huck Spalding yeah. uh, kit from then. You know, so it's a different era that we're in now. Yeah, you know, it's it's changed greatly in the last even you know ten or fifteen years, and let alone the ten or fifteen years before that. I know it changed a lot too. So it's a huge progression. You used to draw? Oh, yeah. No, not really, no. <laughs> How'd you I get into drawing, Walt? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell me? Uh, no, you know, growing up, I think, I remember my oldest brother, he he was, I think he was one of like, like a, you know, like a natural, like, I remember he used to draw crazy stuff, and he never took class or anything, I remember seeing his drawings, and he's thinking, I was like, man, like, there's no way, you know what I mean, like, I, I was thought that either you, you were born knowing how to do that or, or you just didn't have it in you and I was like yeah I'm never gonna be able to do that and that's kind of like so then I think I became an admirer of thing of art and you know and things like that I got into metal when I was like I don't know very early in my teenage years and I was always like uh, you know obsessed or like attracted by the covers of them the artwork of you know of all that of all like you know metal you know bands, groups, whatever at that time. I mean, even now till then, they're still pretty, like, you know, awesome art and, and, and that kind of music. So I think that's a big, uh, that's, you know, I always admire that since I was, since I, can remember, you know, since I was like, I think I started since I was like 11 or 12, something like that. So, so that was, you know, I think that's how I became an admirer. And I got, I guess my first, art background and the first time that I started considering getting, you know, uh, tattoo on as a living. Well, so I getting tattooed when I was, I got my first tattoo for my 13th birthday in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. And Which is wild. And yeah. ever since, you know, well, I, just, I just kept getting tattooed and, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, ever since I loved them. And I guess fast forward when I was 29. I already had like a whole sleeve and my chest done and it's the beginning of another one and some stuff on my legs and most of that I got done at hardcore, you know, and well, you know, I like to party, so I got some trouble and, you know, I had to go do some time. And when I went in there, uh, I remember went in there, you know, and I just like, I, just, I didn't want to ask my family for, you know, for anything. So I was like, man, I need to make money here. How am I going to do that? So I saw guys, uh, selling like you know like hand-drawn greeting cards or things like that and i remember seeing them and saying to myself like well i can't i don't know how to draw but i'm sure i can do something better than the shit that they're doing yeah <laughs> right. So like, right and i started like, getting a whole like books or magazines or whatever that i that had images that I, that I thought that i can like you know look at and copy or replicate and you know i started selling them i started making, making money that way and then i started doing I, you know, I did some portraits like uh, pencil portraits and stuff and i made a little bit more money that way too while i was in there so then you know at some point one of my cellies he uh he had been there for like seven or eight years and he like hey, do you want to tattoo me 
I'm like, sure. I'm like, you don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. And, uh, and it begins. Yeah. And there, we and go. there it yes. is. Yeah, there yeah. It is. yeah, that was my first. Uh, that was my yeah. first tattoo. That, that was the first time I tattooed anybody. It was a. Uh, it's a lion head on top of his hand. Oh. It was a gang tattoo. Which is a wild place to start, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. all or yeah. nothing. Just we're just gonna I've jump in here. This. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, and then I just you know just was like, I just remember just you know did you know broke skin and did the first line and it was like a. It was like a jolt of adrenaline, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like power, and then, and then after that, I was like, this is it, man. Like, this, you know, I want to do this the rest of my life. You know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but, but this is what I'm doing, and, you know, here I am. That's, that, yeah. that was the first time I tattooed, and yeah. that's, how, that's how I knew, you know, that, that I wanted. And I was, what, like, 32 years old? Late bloomer. Yeah. When I, you know, yeah. when I, yeah. when I say that. Yeah, it was for a while. The beginning, what I meant to old, you know, maybe I should name be doing this. How did it turn out? What? His hand tattoo. Oh, you know what? Amazing. I've been out for eight years, and that was like my second year, so that was like 10 years ago. I remember it was was solid. All right, nice. I remember it was solid. Straight lines. I mean, we're after that. I mean, word. that wasn't the only one that I did. I did, I did, I did like, I did more tattoos on them, and then I eventually tattooed other people in there. So I mean, you know, they were, I guess, they were good enough for other people to be like, all right, yeah, yeah, let you tattoo me, you know. Nice. Speaking of first tattoos, I mean, since you guys are in the industry, are the first tattoos on your body still visible? We got those covered up at this stage in the game. Are we still proud of the first ones. Uh, I still have my first tattoo that I got and the first tattoo that I ever did, which are both on the same leg. Uh, over, I've seen that trend on TikTok a lot years. lately really? these days of like, uh, well, I got a tattoo gun on me. If you imagine crossing your legs, yeah. the way that it's comfortable, literally right there, that's yeah. the first tattoo that I ever did. It's the most comfortable place to tattoo yourself, I think. Other than your thigh. It was just sure. like, here we go. I can do this right here. I'm not going to try to fuck up anybody else. I just gave it a shot. And, Didn't practice uh, on an orange or anything along those lines? <laughs> no, I guess that was before. That was my one, like, tattoo experience. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, there's no. all sorts of prosthetics well, these days, right? I yeah. mean, it, I, I really appreciate the fact that the three of us work together. We all have very different uh, origin stories, I guess, in tattooing. We all started tattooing different, differently, and we have different perspectives on it, which I think helps us a lot to be a good team, I guess, as tattooing, right? So... Um, but yeah, I did a couple like crappy little tattoos on myself when I was younger in college and then I just jumped into it. So when I started tattooing, I was young and I tried full on to just commit to it and do it as well as I could. And here I am, I'm 35, 16 years later, uh, after I started tattooing, I'm still doing it and I still enjoy it. Five more years before the pinnacle, and then he's downhill, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, he's uh, yeah, yeah. then welcome to the club. <laughs> what was a cartoon character? What was that? Do you remember what? It, or is it just lines no? My first tattoo. Yeah. My first tattoo was uh, actually so it's a nautical star with like a says two one seven in it, which is like an old local skaters tattoo from where I grew up at, which was around Springfield. Um, the other first tattoo, I, the first tattoo I got was a little like black and gray rose on my leg. It's still there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, still been doing it. Still love tattooing. And 
I wish I got tattooed more. I feel like it's harder and harder to get tattooed the busier you get and the busier everybody else is. Gets harder and harder, but I still love to get. I got a couple from Walt. I still love to get. A, I need to get that Steve yeah. McClintock one oh, of these yeah, we days. Got, yeah, we got plenty in stock. But I don't know if I don't have any <laughs> sleeve dragons left to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. like yeah, it's that it's got to be dragons. Yeah. Whether you want it or not, yeah. it's gonna end up dragon. Yeah. So my my first tattoo, believe it or not, I was sixteen, and it's a dragon. Yes, <laughs> and it's actually uh, it's actually. B- b- off of the old school Paul Peralta skateboard, uh, it's the Bone Knight Dragon, and I took my Mike McGill up to Kinko's and flipped that deck over on the glass, and you should have seen the people in the <laughs> copy place being like, "What is this kid doing?" And I uh, copied the dragon and I brought it to the tattoo shop where I wound up working, and uh, I got the Bone Knight Dragon across my whole entire shin when I was sixteen. And then I remember going to high school the next day with like, you know, my shorts were just long enough where the top of the tattoo <laughs> was right above it. And just all my socks pulled off. up high yeah. enough where you could see the whole base. Like that's how I positioned it off yeah. like my skate shorts and my socks being pulled up. <laughs> and everyone was like, dude, you got tattooed. I'm like, yeah, no big deal, bro. You know, no big deal. And, that's fairly good size. Yeah. I've seen it. That's, that's yeah. for and your first a, one. Yeah, and that's the, the tattoo for being as old as it is. It's still readable. Like I remember one time I was skateboarding, and this is before Tony Hawk was in the the pro skater video games, and when he was just like a skateboarder, and you know, pre nine hundred days. Yeah, yeah. And I, I yeah. remember Top today. He was at a yeah. skate park where I was at, and I was like, Tony. <laughs> Pulled it up. And he's like, Bones Brigade. I was like, yeah, bro. Do a kickflip. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it was like skateboarding was a huge part of my life. So it was just nice to do that. And then dragons clearly are a huge part of my life. So it just kind of like, <laughs> Still it's all been course. like uh, this organic connection. Right? Yes. That's our new word. We lately. said that so many times That's... when we, we opened the shop, everything was like, it just happened organically. organically. You know, like it became a joke that we said it so many times. It was like. We were looking for a spot, we were looking for a time, we were looking for the right place, and it just all happened organically. It just yeah. happened. And it continues it to happen and it, that and, way. And yeah. we laugh about it. Like I said, it just yeah, happened yeah, so many times. Things happen, we're like, they just happen. We're like, yeah, hell yeah. That yeah. that's happened organically. This is it happens because it should have happened. It's almost like the it's almost like uh like some of the stuff that's happened actually like organically since this <laughs> started has been unreal. Like yeah. it yeah, we things didn't even have just plan fallen on into getting place. the place that we got. Okay. We were supposed to look yeah. at a different spot and the same thing, but like we saw that space and we we're like, no, we have to have this one. Yeah. And then like literally it was just like Yeah. We have some no, great neighbors here too. Yeah, the, the, yeah the I don't know who those are. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was actually I love to just have drinking beer on the doorstep sometimes. Yeah, well, we're going to be here at the end of the I was in the right yeah. path until I met you guys. Yeah, I was yeah. actually doing really good with my life. Yeah. I was actually going to start law school. And then <laughs> yeah, then you moved next to k Yeah, now I'm back to tattooing dragons. It is a one-stop shop, though. you got the brewery. you got the tattoo place. You've got a couple hairdressers. You've you got, got the barber shop. Pilates yeah. while you're here. You've got, you got Pilates. Massage, There's some therapists. Go There's therapists. Which you find a god. You, you can go to a real therapist or get a tattoo. Yeah. Right. Therapist yeah. or drink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can do push-ups in the next oh, to the yeah. bar yes. downstairs yeah. here at yes. King Grove if yeah. you really feel inclined. You, you know. There's a workout place. <laughs> Two yeah. of them. Yeah. 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 So. And a church. So that yeah. you can yeah. attend so 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 for yeah. 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 going yes. to see you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
giggly up boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for for me though, like I I love the fact that we're next to a brewery. You know, like when like when I was young enough, I was lucky enough to grow up in some of the cultures I did and we would always hang out at like uh, Three Floyds oh yeah you know that's like that was like the real big beginning of like especially for like Indiana and Chicago like you know Gumball Head Robert the Bruce yep you know and actually they used to send the Robert the Bruce up here I remember coming here in 2001 and being able to buy a six pack in the cooler okay yeah they actually distributed all the way this far they had Gumball Head and Robert the Bruce that must and, have been uh, the, yeah, the early days because yeah, they quickly King. ended. Yeah. Quickly ended and then it came back. So, yeah, I remember drinking on the picnic tables in the back <laughs> of the brewery at Three Floyds back when I was in high school. Okay. There's something magical about drinking yeah. beer so, on the picnic table. You know, there I is. appreciate you guys. Yeah you, yeah. you know, that's why we needed some picnic tables. Yeah. They're yeah, magical. Yeah, yeah magical. That's, that's surprising magical. that you were on that that early. I mean, talk about an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Gumball Head and that. Uh, still hoppy yeah. forward. Gumball Head's easiest. Okay. Easy. That's great. Yeah, but... That's an easy lover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, like, at that... You know what? I actually uh, might be in, like... I, I don't know, in some of the subculture, punk rock stuff and everything I was into. You know, we were drinking... We weren't really drinking Bush. We were drinking Guinness. Guinness Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle. Newcastle. I was making the grenades of Mickey's. You know, yes. I may have yeah. some Mickey's you know? in my fridge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I still even have, like, my old school flight jacket with, like, the old school Guinness soap towels sewed uh-huh. to the back of yeah. it. You know, just, like, we didn't drink bad beer. No, you know? I get you. It wasn't, we had class even at such a young age. I still Man, like that. You guys refined. Root beer is good. So, go ahead. But, Going to Three Floyds and like they you used to they used to just pay a certain amount and they would just fill these plastic cups for you and you'd sit on the picnic benches and like like the dudes that brewed there were like a couple of them were old school punk rockers so they were just covered in tattoos right and my friends were friends with them because they were all in uh, northern Indiana so they were just like hey man come on back party with us so I'd, I don't know I guess, yeah, no, I guess breweries cool. are I, I'm just drunk. Yes, to, I get yeah, you. Yeah, it's a bit like a magnet. Something for you. about tattoos and beer. Beer kind of always tattoos. Well. Beer, as long as the people yeah. getting tattooed haven't had too much beer. What's that? Yeah, it's all about it's all about balance, right? Yes, that's like yeah. kind of everything like in moderation. Controversial, like what's too much beer? Like, right. There's always a controversial yeah. as to yes. I feel like everything's controversial now, though. Different. Well, it yeah. is, and every, as far as how much beer you've consumed is controversial. Around yeah, sometimes. You know, but there's like a formula, right? Just been controversy. Weight. I've been right. Some yeah. people yeah. take the ball out of your hand. Yeah. Yes. When yes. you start counting how many beers you've had, typically, typically you're way past the number you should yeah, be counting. Yeah, you shouldn't be counting. Yeah. Right? right. It's like it should be. It should be organic. Yeah. I never count. You know? Yeah. Yeah. One of the I'm, one of the organic nice things that I love though is just like how you know, like we we got this spot, we flowed into it, and then you guys have been amazing. You know, and he got me back into drinking, you know, beer again. We it's try. Just, it's like... Yeah. Back into carb loading. Just getting you know, those carb loading. It's almost like when Black Sabbath first broke up. <laughs> right. You know? And then, like, Dio came in. They did a couple great albums. And then after that, they had a few other singers. And then eventually, Ozzy came back. And this is, like, the reunion tour right here. Yeah, but I'll take that. But who's yeah. who in that analogy, I guess? I don't, I mean, that's the I don't even know. Right? Well, let's just not even get into those specifics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's, uh, let's just say it's uh, working, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
So I have to ask the, the, the other question is, what's the most ridiculous tattoo you've had to do? As in, like, I can't believe you want this, but I'm still going to do this for An you. An infinity symbol. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm All tired right. of that. Oh, uh, yeah. Any, <laughs> All right. Anything not dragons. I'm not yeah. going to show you my arm. Uh, no, just kidding. I don't yeah. Know. Live, laugh, love. I think that's like totally one of the most common questions. That's a question you get a lot, you yes. know. And I, I think most people, when you get to a certain point, you know, most people that come into us want to get something that's good, that's I, cool, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So there are some crazy ones. Um, I mean, I did like a bob omb, like the bob omb from Mario yeah. on a dude's face okay. one time, like oh. on, next to his eye. Okay. Uh, you like kind of is that close? face tattoo trend with like the last five years? I mean, man, face yeah. tattoos now are kind of crazy. Like, face is the new like forearm tattoo, sure. You know, yeah. like people just fucking go I'm for gonna it. I'm gonna disagree. I don't see like the three of you don't have any face tattoos, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yes, yes. It's, it's wild that how lax people are with getting that stuff, but yeah. I am also like not at all uh scared to tell somebody no when they come in, like to get a face tattoo, like Jeff. Like you come in, you you ask for a face tattoo. I'm gonna be like, why don't you think about that for a little right. bit? Like Jeff, take a pause. I will gladly what ruin you, your life. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I would pay for it. Way too preppy to get a face tattoo. Yeah. No. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen The Hangover? We can do that. I try yeah. to think about that. I try to think about that. <laughs> if something's gonna have a negative impact on somebody's life, I don't want to do it. Bottom line, you know, there's always a there's always a question there. Like somebody comes in and wants to get something on their face. And they're like, I don't want to do it. They're going to go somewhere else to somebody who maybe doesn't care as much about what they're trying to do. And they're like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. So, you know, they end up with something not great on their face. But at least, it's a, so it's a mixed bag, right? You're like, I don't, I don't want them to end up with some, something crappy, but also I don't want to have my name attached to it, too. So. I get you. Right, and I think, you know, with Bruin, too, you don't want to brew something that that's not going to turn out well. Correct. Um, but sometimes you have to do things just because they're hot and popular. Yeah. Yeah. And what sometimes yeah. that goes well, and you make a lot of money. And sometimes yeah. it goes horrible, yeah. and you're like, you have a bad night of drinking, so, and you wake up, and you're like, yeah, you sleep it off. You get right. that bad face tattoo, and you wake up. You're, you're not like, sleeping that you're off. Not sleeping that off. Yeah. No. Yeah. What about when folks bring in? This is a big thing, you know, because they see it on the internet and they take a, they, they print it and they go, I want this. Okay. Now you need to redraw it or it may not fit the space that they want. How do you deal with that? Who, who wants to answer well, this question? Yeah. I mean, He's going to be I, like, I'll, I'll I can draw a dragon to fit Because that. they will yeah. bring in a picture of the tattoo on someone's body. So it's not straight. It's already curved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you definitely can't, like, I mean, that's, like, the biggest faux pas uh, as far as, like, tattoo. Like, if you just take somebody's tattoo and you trace that shit and tattoo on somebody else, it is, like, sacrilegious. Like, it is pretty terrible to do to anybody because, for so many factors, uh, because it, it's warped to the body that it's already on and... You know, it's it, you're just not gonna make a good tattoo. What so. are some of the other unwritten rules of the tattoo industry that the novice might not know? Mm, that's a good question. Novice. Any any suggestions on that one? I think what I always try to tell people, and I've said this a bunch of times, I was like, I want to give somebody like the best version of the tattoo they want sure. that I can give them. Right? Like you come in with something, and you have an idea in your head, and you're like, this is kind of what I want. This is the feel of the tattoo you want. 
what I try to figure out is like, how can I make that work for them, for what they want, for their budget, where they want it at, all those factors, and produce something that fits all those boxes. So it, it is kind of complicated sometimes, but it takes time to draw and stuff. But that's that's what I try to do. Yeah. I'll, I'll typically do whatever they want, just as long as it's a dragon or a tiger <laughs> or a, a demon yeah. or a skull. Anything yeah, like in that realm, we're good. Yeah. So how often does someone walk in the door and then, you know, they initially think that this might be their style and then it's passed on to the dragon? I mean, I, I see different styles on you guys in terms of your tattooing. For sure, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Preference-wise and design-wise, I mean, is it a group project or are you guys... No, it's an individual. You're an individual salesman. You are, like, You're yes. selling your yeah. product line. Yeah. Sure, but at the shop... reminds me of the turbo. You can even, yeah. like, turbo stop in the but shop. Is there a the hustle day, between the, like, you know, sometimes, like... Trying, sometimes you got to pass it down, too. Sometimes a tattoo like, comes in, you're like... Okay. I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that shit. Have you met Steve? Let me. Let me introduce you to Steve. Let me. And it's like Steve's like, oh, I don't know about that one. Have you met? Have you met Walter? Let me. Let me introduce you to Walter. Have you met See the what you <laughs> in France that does exactly. Sometimes they get passed down, and, and then I think the the big decision in that is like being like, listen, yeah. we we want you to have a good tattoo. Let's make it something good, or find somebody who can do that well for you. Like I think nobody's under the uh, impression now that you have to do every tattoo. I think that's a big thing that's different between tattooing now and when I started. It was totally like when I started tattooing, you know, 15 years ago. It was like if somebody came in the door with a tattoo they wanted, you had to be like, "How can I do that? I'm just going to do it. Just make it happen." And now it is very much like style based you know so many different artists so many different people that are doing good tattoos it's so much better and easier to find somebody who does the tattooing style that you want mm. and go get tattooed by them so that's pretty much the majority of the games since you guys have been in this oh, yeah. for as long as you have i mean yeah. you're you're being found on instagram from people hundreds if not thousands of miles away oh, yeah. and you're booked i mean the walk-in capabilities of the shop are going to be few and far between from the sound yeah. of it with the skill yeah. that's going yeah. to be working in there i don't think i've i've not done a walk-in at our new tattoo has no, there, has there been a walk-in done no yeah you did yeah people come to get tattooed by the people they want to get tattooed yeah. by now, if That's somebody, if somebody cancels on me, though, I'll, I'll do walk-ins. Yeah. Like, I will entertain it. Like, I will I will look at If the opportunity Pinterest, arises. And I'll tell you it's yes. the greatest thing in the world, and we're going to have fun. Yeah. You know, even even if uh, even if somebody does want an infinity symbol or they want, you know, something, if I have the time to do it, and I don't... Like, so literally, if somebody cancels on me, I got the whole day right. to entertain the people. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes it's just fun to just be out there with them and be like, man, I'm not doing dragons today. I'm having the blast doing all these little tattoos I could do like you know some days I was doing when I was working at Illinois Tattoo Company when I would do that I would do like eight nine tattoos that like 15 minutes of tattoo and I was like man this is the good life here I'm like this is easy street right it's for the yeah. people really yeah. it is yeah. yeah and everyone and I tell you what everyone is so happy and so appreciative but over the years you know just the customer service end of it knowing how to talk to people you know, it's uh, I think I think as we've traveled on and the internet and everyone texting and 
a lot of people have lost that art of conversation. So like, it's always fun when I have somebody in there. I'm like, okay, we got a half hour. We're gonna have a good Ooh, time. Nice one. Yeah, it's like champagne. Yeah, yeah. That was good. I was almost wearing a pirate's patch you know, on my left eyeball. But uh, yeah, like you know, it's. Oh, that's I think it's great. Like I, story. I always think that like tattooing is like, you know, it's like yeah, there's a certain level of the art, but there's also that whole experience that you get with being in a tattoo shop. I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I've had some of some great times. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never had a bad time. I mean, the, just the stories. It's, it's something's always happening. You can't like it, it's just like anything in life. You think you have it planned, but like thirty-two things happen in the middle of anything. Yeah. And I mean, Jeff's been with me. We've gone together a lot, and it's, <laughs> there are plenty of stories that never ever would have expected. And fantastic people you meet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, really great people. Fantastic Old people. school people with old school stories, new school designs. I mean, the young, the old, the middle. I mean, it's just really, it's a really cool culture. And I mean, I the thing I like the most about it is, and I think you guys kind of mentioned it, is there was a time, like early on for you guys, it wasn't as accepted widely, right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was different. But now it's, it's it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is so widely accepted and open and i mean it's and i think it's great i mean i think it's of all the art forms i'm not a big art guy but i mean of all the art forms i really love them i mean i, I love watching them i love seeing what different people have everybody's got their own reason i know some people are very private about the reasons some people will tell you the whole story sometimes there is no reason right? <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean sometimes the tattoos with no reason are the best tattoos too right like really like they don't have to have a reason you have to make a reason or invent something. Um, I, I love tattooing as an art form because people always think of tattooing as permanent. Uh, and it, it is, in a sense, it's permanent as, as we are. But if you're a painter and you're doing art in a classical sense, like say you do an oil painting, that painting, like so many others, can last for centuries, mm -hmm. for a very long time. Like you do tattoos, tattoos are very living. They're in the moment. Like we think of them as permanent, but they are sort of, we are sort of permanent and tattoos are are that same way right so agree. yeah uh, that's one of the things i really love about it it's such like a it's like a folk art it's very much for the individuals it's for the people I agree. So I, I like they're it. not forever they only last as long as you're gonna last. yeah exactly yeah. Right? nobody's yeah. forever well, well, if you yeah. hit the bone and, well, right. <laughs> and they're so historical too i mean there's so many societies and stuff i mean it's so funny how things come and go but i mean it's just i like it i mean i think it's pretty cool yeah. yeah, very very primitive. Yes, like you know, like that when you look back to like some of the first like tattoo people, like Atsu the caveman. Right. Yeah, they found this guy frozen in the mountainside outside of the Alps. Well, and so this you got five thousand years ago, and he's had like yeah. nineteen tattoos. Right. And well, so they, you got you got to earn them. No, you know yeah, what I mean, like, that's sure. one of the beauties of it that it's like you got to be willing to pay the prize which is the pain of it you know what i mean they hurt and depending on how big <laughs> and how long yeah, i mean there's exactly. different levels like i mean yeah. but i mean you know i don't know there's people say that they don't they're not that bad or there's people say that they even feel good and all this yeah uh, to me at the end they they you know it hurts yeah i, I think different yeah. places hurt more than oh, yeah, for sure. i will for sure. definitely admit to that i don't feel pain but it's not like i do it's not like they just don't, don't feel no, but I mean, but like you, you said, you're earning it. <laughs> I said I don't feel pain. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But like you said, you're earning it, and I think that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I yeah, yeah, I, there's been some long, 
long days. Oh yeah, very long. Um, I I typically get my nice two hour one. Uh, Jeff is there for a long. Time. I, as as they say, I have a larger canvas. Yeah. Yes. Yes. More real estate. Right. Yes. I remember. I think it was December. Downtown Chicago. It starts snowing about ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff starts his tattoo. I watch Jaws. We watch Jaws one, oh, two, I watch three. Jaws two. Oh, yeah. I watch Jaws three, and then I get up and go, "Are we done? What are we doing here? It's snowing. It's literally about you know three inches, four inches of snow. We got to get home. Uh-huh. Big boy's still getting. You know, I'm telling the guy, "Can you hurry up? Not really. Okay. Uh, oh, that was, so, that was yeah. angry Mike too, and he's yeah. like. Sure, this is like a thigh. This yep. isn't Sh- an arm. It's a Shout thigh. out to uh, Tattoo Factory, Chicago. Dave, <laughs> Dylan, and Mike. Yeah. John, what do you have? Uh, it's got a couple like soccer-oriented things. They're not necessarily that exciting or <laughs> artisanally done. But they're exciting, exciting to you, Everyone though, man, right? That's yeah, what matters, no, I mean, but that's what yeah. matters, right? It, like, I've got a freaking sight glass on my arm. Nobody knows what that is unless you brew beer. <laughs> True. I mean, you know, I mean it looks like, good though. Yeah. For me, I'm happy about it, you know. I mean I took the actual sight lesson and he drew it and did it. And that's it, you know. I mean that's that's what I love. Like it's personal to me. Yeah. Tattoos are the other eye of the people. Right. Yeah. Right. How did the uh the two Jeffs know each other? <laughs> the two wow. Jeffs. Oh, oh yeah. How did you guys uh, get together? Did, how did the sport happen? I was a teacher. What did you teach? I taught elementary school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Third, fourth, fifth grade, and some uh, time in the library doing tech skills. Nice. Yep. Um, I worked with your ex-wife. Yes. At a school. And, How many uh, you got? And uh, <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I, I got to, uh, I got I to hang out with Jeff <laughs> because of that. And, uh, you know, we became really close. Uh, a lot of, uh, even like Tyler, uh, my other partner here other than Jeff, uh, I worked with his wife too, teaching, and you know it, it was so, good. The two of us were funny. Uh, Tyler and I, we uh, we kept sending texts to each other through his wife Holly, and eventually she said, "Here's Jeff's number. Here's Tyler's number. Talk to your own selves." A lot of teachers work here. Yep. Um, yep. I think with us, it was happy hours of like it was wives, and we're like, "Oh, he likes to drink. He likes yeah. to drink." And we found uh, fun times. We yeah. we've gone to on the road to football games. We've gone to bowl games in Florida. We just we just go and do fun things, and we always did. And yeah, I think for five or six years we'd go and get a tattoo and yep. go to a game in Chicago yeah, we'd and make come a, home and make a whole thing of it and whatever. But uh, it's just that. I mean, the other when, things are cool. You when you find got, people yeah. you mesh with, like you guys, well, like yeah. you, you guys mesh, have a fun right? place here. It feels yeah. good. Right. The environment feels good. It's like family. Uh, it's so that's, be, uh, that's what we like. the The environment here is the most important thing to us, and we don't know how to describe it want to work here Correct. you can feel that like you, you know nobody's Correct. like in a bad mood when they come into work we just you know, care like, they just care they just like you know I, I told people before <laughs> that i think that i think the glue that keeps us three together is the love for tattooing there it is yep. 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 And, yep. And, metal. and metal and metal, and metal. there you go and metal yeah. yes. metal brings yes. us together but you know it's, and i think that's like at the end of the day, it's always that the, you know what, what matters yeah and i mean i think here i mean we, people can see it and feel it you know? yes and then we always look for that thing, but it's that's it. We just want people to be comfortable and happy. We want a yeah. smile. Yeah, yeah. like that's it. Just 
and if we're not bringing it, how can we bring it? Yeah, if you don't want to be here, then don't be here. Right, you know? but like, I mean, but I, there's got to be a way. I mean, it's, it's just chilled, laid back. I mean, it can get busy, and that is stressful, but, you know, that's when I run away. <laughs> <laughs> well, then when it becomes a business. Yeah. Those yes, things are yeah. all, yeah, yeah, they're, yes, they're yes. all things you're going to always have to deal with. Not you know, that you so. guys are ever stressed or anything. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, booked out about having yeah. constant yeah. deadlines yeah. every day. Or, like, you know, booked out for long periods of time yeah. or anything, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I think a big part of what we wanted to do with building the shop over here was building a place that was comfortable, that we wanted to be in, that we wanted to hang out at, and that people that we knew, friends of ours, also wanted to come hang out at. We wanted yeah. to be a place that's fun. And uh, we've had a lot of people come out that we haven't seen in a long time uh, since we opened the place, literally as soon as we started opening. Before, before we even opened, as soon as we started working on the place, we had people that we hadn't seen in years show up That's cool. just to hang out, just yep. to show up. And now they show up like in the best possible times, like mm -hmm. some of the original hardcore guys like Ricky and like uh, Turbo, Chris Goff will show up just randomly. You know, yeah. we haven't seen those guys in a long time. So it feels good to she have them. Like, it's like, like that. Genie. Just like, yeah. just so like somebody mentioned like, his name and he walked and in the door. He like, he like bumped in. It's yeah. like yeah. that old Finn Lizzy song. Yeah, the boys are back yep. in town. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I was gonna well, say yeah, it. Not not everybody knows that. No, that's cool. Anymore. I mean, it's, yeah. that's what it's all about. I mean, be happy, right? You know, yeah. take your hobby, take your profession, be happy, chill. I mean, sometimes it gets stressful, sometimes it gets sour, but find a way to make it fresh. Yeah, yeah. I think there's inherently going to be some stresses, right? Always. When you care about something that you're doing, then. Yeah, it always. might be stressful sometimes, but stressful isn't always bad. No, no, no. But it, right. builds like, it builds character. It builds. It, does. Yeah, it, it does. builds like you have to be able to deal with that stuff yeah. to yeah. be able to function well and to have a business and all that stuff. So, hundred percent. The yeah. people that function it's the best under stress, under like busy schedule. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well, and, and there's people the, that can't do that at all. You know, I guess. So. The other, the other nice thing too is that it's uh, reopening the shop and everything. It's, it's like. Uh, where we were tattooing before, we were kind of like spread out a little bit further apart, and like we were, we, we were like much. it was like when yeah. when kids caused too much trouble and people put them, the teacher puts them in opposite in the corners of the room. Yes, yes, that yes, was yes. the situation we were just in yes. for a while. I think you know we we were separated, but now it's for like control. it's almost like we're like uh, rediscovering our friendships again. Like no, we're, that's cool. We're planning yeah. like events. Yeah, we're like we need to do this. We'll do this, and like. Let's all put in this amount of money this week and buy this for the shop. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't know. It's just it's been kind of nice. You know, just feels good. Yeah, like we're building. Say, we're building what we want. Like every in week. a nutshell, it just feels good. The, the situation the feels good. Dreams, the place feels you know, good. The way we want it, and so far it's been it's been working that way. It's been happening that way. And yeah, I mean, it's like it can it cannot be any better. You know, yeah. there's no way they can't be any better. Yeah. That's cool. What are you guys' like social handles in case the listeners interested in kind of checking out your guys' work and the shop's work? And my OnlyFans is uh, there. You go. <laughs> oh yeah. Too, you know? <laughs> no. Well, uh, well yeah, I, I mean, like, know. are you guys like? Is that not something that you guys no, give a no, shit no, about? No, we definitely do. We all no, do. We you do. know, we're all slaves to the social media. Yeah, I mean, right, that's the know, game anymore. Yeah. To the metaverse. Mine is pretty simple. It's just my name. My name is Alex Godair. Uh, there's an underscore in the middle, but Instagram is the best place to find me. Yeah. 
And I think I like Instagram for for the ease of communicating with artists. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah, I follow you guys. Totally. Yeah. I'm on I'm on Instagram as Steve McClintock. I am on Facebook as Steve McClintock. My MySpace is Steve McClintock. <laughs> nice. And, nice. Uh, you know if you. That's one of the most the mentioned. Guys, we, have a, we have some old hardcore banners from yeah, back in the day. Hanging up in the nice. shop yeah. from way back. And that's one of the ones that everybody mentions. Know, is like it says backslash MySpace. It was like that is dated right yeah, there. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. That's an antique at this point. Yeah, collector's item. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was like the beginning. You know. It was. Yeah. And then Facebook. And I actually, yeah. I actually think that's a good thing because you can send some photos or here's what I'm thinking yeah. to you guys ahead of time. Yeah. As opposed to when we show up, or just here's like, what I'm thinking, then well, they got to That's not how it started, though. You have yeah. to build a relationship. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you guys have lots of clients like that. Like, yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. You know, yeah. when we first started, we had to send a lot of stuff, build the relationship, yeah. and then now we can, yeah, we're going to be there. All right. What are you yeah. bringing this time? <laughs> well, that's, that's also the amazing thing about like, the building computers trust. and the technology yeah. and right. everything too. It's like, oh, you want this? Well, I can pull up thirty different versions. Correct. Of it. What, Correct. What are you thinking? And I may have already pulled up and thirty, and I know which thirty I want to look at. Yeah, yeah, I think when you trust your artist, I know Jeff or you, when you'd have open space, you'd say just, oh yeah, just I mean, do whatever. Yeah. You, I, I will you, say you think the majority you know, of what I have was hand drawn on me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's there's that was the rush of all rushes. Like I, I don't mind when they you know that's the sort copy of like, get it going, but I even stopped and was like, drawn, it's all different colors, is, yeah, and then they just go for it. It just it, it's a rush inside of your own self. Like oh my god, yes, pull that off. Yeah. Well, at that point, it feels like <laughs> it feels not, like really. art, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, you're not wrong, Steve. You're not oh, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But no, but you just it's a trust level, and oh, yeah. you just you know yeah. you're like yes. Same thing with like you guys. I'm not gonna come in here and be like, well, I think you should change your hops, <laughs> right? Yeah. What's I mean, you can. You can. I'm probably not going to listen to you. Right? Yeah. yeah. Probably going to spit in my next beer. But, right. Hey. Uh, no, I don't serve them, so you're clear there. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, but, yeah, you got to trust, yeah. trust the process, That's trust it. the people. Yeah. And the experience involved. 100%. In it is a like process. I think yes. is yesterday. the biggest word in that is the process. It, like, tattooing is a process. Beer is a process. Everything is like, and uh, kind of like figuring out that process and knowing how it works mm -hmm. and knowing how to take like A and turn it into B mm -hmm. is a is a process. Yeah, I, I remember a couple of the drawings before I even got started. He'd be looking at me like, are you sure? Are you sure? That's huge. <laughs> right. It's going on your hand. I'm like, I trust. I trust. Yeah. I, I know. And if you ask, they'll be like, no, it's going to look better if you do this. It's gonna, yeah. And that's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they, you just knowing each other. It's just yeah. And the sheet of paper is yeah. large for his. That's another problem. And that's also yeah. why they when they yeah. can't find a sheet of paper that goes that long, then yeah. they have to hand draw it. Yeah. Luckily yeah. for it Jeff, it's little, it's little yeah. squares that yeah. are like huge on them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stuck with knives. I don't know about dragon. It would have to be very small. Uh, you know, we could, It'd be a baby dragon. It would be a baby, <laughs> little baby dragon. It could be like a, a runner dragon. You know, it's a little thinner, okay. it's a little bit more lean. There you go. Okay. Yeah. But Definitely. These yeah, episodes, these episodes can be of a process sometimes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, sure. Yes, you've been yeah. silent today, John. And there's the a lot part, of there's know? a lot of people in the Last room. Last week so sometimes too, you were uh, you were kind of silent. I, I mean, just uh, maybe it's just the Greek guests taking it in. No, I you know sometimes the bus drives itself. You know, Ooh, I may uh, have to learn that. <laughs> but uh, day and age. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging out for another episode of Two Beers In. We'll talk to you guys next week.